He's got me muted. Hey, Sarah, I'll play as soon as he unmutes me. Unless she's got a video going or something. Look, he's he's going to wait. Happy New Year. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, good morning, Destiny Church. How y'all feeling? All right, we're really excited for this morning. We're really excited to just worship God together in this place uh, and just to celebrate him this morning and to celebrate Pastor DJ. So uh, if you will stand to your feet, I'm super excited to get to, uh, you know, have one of our teens in this house pray and open us up in prayer this morning. That's right. Uh, we're really thankful for what God is doing in the youth ministry and just thankful what God is doing in his life. So. Uh, let's go ahead and just start to bless the Lord this morning. Lord, we thank you for this day today, Lord. We thank you for waking us up this morning, God. We thank you for allowing us to come to church today, Lord God, and just hear the message that you have for us, Lord. We ask that you just pour it out on us today, Lord God, and just allow us to hear everything that you want us to hear, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for just Pastor DJ, Lord God, and him being the shepherd that you've called him to be for this church, Lord. We ask that you just... We ask you just continue, Lord God, to just push him in the path that you have him to go. We thank you for everybody that he has blessed, Lord God. We thank you for all the lives that he's changed, Lord. We ask that you just call him and continue to allow him to do that, Lord God. We just ask that you continue, Lord God, to let him continue changing lives, Lord God, and doing the purpose that you have for him. We ask, Lord God, that you just uh, watch over this church, Lord God. Keep everybody in this church protected, Lord God. Keep everybody in this church, Lord God, in your bubble, Lord God, in your safe haven, Lord God. We just thank you for just allowing all of us to just be here, Lord God, and listen to what you have. Lord, we just thank you, Lord God. You are awesome, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you just continue to bless Pastor DJ. We ask that you bless everybody in this church. We ask that you bless everybody that he interacts with, Lord. We ask, Lord God, that we are truly the lights and the darkness that you have called us to be, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that we are your church, Lord God. We are your body, Lord God. We are what you want us to be, Lord. Lord God, let nothing in this world, Lord God, penetrate what you have for us, Lord God. Let nothing in this world penetrate what we have, Lord God, for you, for what you want, Lord. Let our hearts be, let our hearts be like yours, Lord God. Let our minds be like yours, Lord God. Let what we say, Lord God, be like what you say, Lord God. Let us just learn. Let us continue to learn. Let us continue to do what you have for us, Lord God. We thank you. We love you, Lord God. We lift up this church, Lord God. We lift up your name, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being as awesome and as amazing as you are, Lord God. We thank you for... Thank you for forgiveness of sins, Lord God. We thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord God. You, we honestly should be dead, Lord God, if it wasn't for you, Lord God. We would be if it wasn't for you, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. You are so forgiving. You are merciful. You are awesome, Lord. We thank you. We ask, Lord God, you just bless this church, bless Pastor DJ, Lord God, and bless everybody who comes in contact with this church, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, you just keep pulling us in when you call us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. Oh, come on, give Jesus a good hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. Slap three people a high five and say it's good to praise the Lord with you today. Say, so neighbor, are you ready to praise with me today? Hallelujah. Say, I will bless the Lord. Say, at all times, I will bless the Lord. At all times, I will Come on, on Sunday morning, Friday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, 
I will bless the Lord. This song's real easy. You just repeat. It goes like this. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I will praise his name. I will praise his name. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I will praise his name. I will praise his name. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. I forever proclaim. I forever proclaim. He's say God's good. Hallelujah. 
there's nobody like Jesus. Righteous son, he is Yahweh, the three in one, he's Yahweh. Who is he that makes me happy? Who is he that brings me peace? Who is he that brings me comfort and turns my bitter into God, he is Yahweh, the great I am. 
to do whatever you want to do right now. Come on, I need about 10 people to say, I give you permission, Holy Spirit. Do what you want to do right now in me. Come on, I'm not just here standing and listening to music or a praise team. I've come to be part, I've come to take part of what you want to do. So move through me right now, move through me, Jesus. I'm not coming to be bystander today. I want to be a part of what you're doing, Jesus. I want to be standing right in the middle of the Holy Ghost moving across this sanctuary. Come on, somebody be a conduit for the Lord. Somebody be a conduit for Jesus. Move for me. Move. Come on, tell him I give you permission. Yahweh, we 
inside. Think about it. Destroying our enemies. He's reigning. He's setting. Jesus, he's reigning. Come on, Zion is your praise. He reigns in your praise. He's reigning. Set us free, he's reigning inside. Destroying our enemy, he's reigning. He's There's a longing deep inside, and I can feel it. Only you can satisfy, only you can feel it. Just a moment in your presence leaves me desperate for more, desperate for more. There's a longing deep inside, and I can feel it. Only you can satisfy, only you can feel it. Oh, just one moment in your presence leaves me desperate for more. God, desperate for more. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in, rushing in, rushing in. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in. Overwhelm our hearts again. Let the Spirit of the Lord come yes, rushing, in, rushing in, rushing in. Oh, sing it with me. Let the Spirit, let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in, rushing in, rushing in. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in. Overwhelm our hearts again. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing. Rushing in, rushing in. Let the Spirit of the Lord sing. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in, rushing in, rushing in. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in. Overwhelm my heart again. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in, rushing in, rushing There's a longing deep inside, and I can feel it. Only you can satisfy, only you can feel it. Oh, just one moment in your presence leaves me desperate for more. Desperate for more. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in, rushing in. Rushing in, let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in. Overwhelm my heart again, let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in. Rushing in, rushing in.
rushing in, rushing in. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in. Overwhelm my heart again. Let the Spirit of the Lord come rushing in, rushing in, rushing in. if we worship this morning. Father, I came for one reason today. I came for one reason, Jesus. Who come rushing in? Come rushing in. Don't wait on me for worship. Don't wait on me. Don't let me dictate your response to the Lord today. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. Oh, we're nothing without you, Jesus. We're nothing without you, Jesus. We're 
this if you're tired and you're thirsty 
Jesus says there is freedom. Oh, if you came this morning and you're tired and you're thirsty, there is freedom. Oh, freedom reigns in this place. Showers of mercy. Come on, that's it. you're tired and you're thirsty his burden is light there is freedom come on you can have as much of him as you want him this morning if you're tired and you came you can't be down this morning there's freedom there is freedom Jesus if you're tired and There is freedom. If you're tired and just lift your hands and say, I receive. There is freedom. Come on, it might just be one person. Ooh, if you came in and you're tired and you're thirsty. If you hunger after righteousness, there is freedom. You will be filled. You will be filled. If you're tired and you're thirsty, there is freedom. There is freedom. 
Father God, we thank you for the freedom that you gave us so freely upon that cross. And today we come to you to remember all that you did so that we could be free, so that we can be free. We remember how the people went from proclaiming your praise to clamoring for your crucifixion. We remember the mocking and ridicule of your accusers as they placed a robe and a crown upon your head, a crown of thorns, the physical abuse that you endured. You were bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon you. Our freedom was paid for by your sacrifice and we thank you father god we remember today that even as you hung upon that cross for sins that were not your own you were in intercession for us even then crying out to your father forgive them for they know not what they do and as we have access to that forgiveness, we must remember also to forgive one another. We forgive our brothers and our sisters, not holding offense against them so that we have access to full forgiveness. We must also forgive ourselves for those moments when we fall short, when he has told us to do and go and we don't, when he has told us not to and we still do. We must remember this beautiful and precious gift that he gave us himself. He gave his life. It was not taken. He gave it for us. And so we remember and we say, thank you, Lord. As we partake of these elements, we don't do so out of religion or ritual. We do so in remembrance and as an act of worship. We thank you, Father, for the forgiveness of our sins. And I would ask you in this moment to search your hearts, examine your hearts, and if there is anything, any forgiveness, any offense in you against your brother or your sister or even yourself, that you take that thing to the altar and you lay it at the feet of Jesus so that you may walk in his forgiveness and in his healing and his restoration and in every promise that he gave you so that you may live an abundant and full life. So we remember his body bruised and broken for us. As I said, the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And so now we walk in freedom. Let us take and now eat. We thank you, Father, for your blood, and we remember that it was shed for the atonement and the remission of our sins, for our forgiveness, and as an act of reestablishing and renewing a new covenant with us, new promises. And we, re, we cut vertical covenant with you. We pledge to you as you pledge to us. And we partake in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you and we remember. Amen.
makes a better world than all the empty claims I've heard upon this earth and speaks righteousness for me stands in my defense Jesus it's your blood and all the cross testifies in grace it tells of the father's heart to make a way for us now boldly we approach but not an earthly confidence it's only by your blood and what can wash Sins. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And what can wash us pure as snow? Welcomed as the friend of God, nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. So we say thank you for your blood. We say thank you for your blood oh thank you thank you thank you for your blood king jesus
Just take a minute and say thank you. Come on, if it had not been for the Lord. I don't know about you, but if it had not been for Jesus. If it had not been for Jesus. Where would I be? Where would I be? Where would I be? I can think about my life. Sing this as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Oh, you alone, Jesus, are my heart, desire to worship. Sing that again and as the deer the Jesus, to you, may my 
keep playing. I, um, I heard the spirit of the Lord speak to me and, um, you know, I don't know if it's just for me uh, and I'll try my best not to cry real quick, but, um, I remember when I was younger and I was trying to take communion <clears throat> I remember my father saying, he said, no, Jesus. And I remember feeling <clears throat> unworthy. Oh, we thank you, God. But the, the father of the house, the pastor, <laughs> he looked at my dad and he said, hey, man, that's just juice. <laughs> uh, it was just a Welch's thing. And he said, that's just juice. Let him drink. Let him drink. And I hear the Father saying to somebody in this room, you are worthy. Let them drink. You are worthy. You who haven't prayed in a while, you are worthy. You who haven't been to church in a while, you are worthy. I hear the Father saying, you are worthy. Drink. Drink. Oh, we thank you, God. Oh, Father, we just thank you for this time of worship, God. God, my desire is that you would teach us and make us a people of worship. God, that we don't just worship on a Sunday morning, God, but we live a life dedicated to worshiping you and praising you and calling on your name God because you are good and you are great and you are holy and you are awesome and you are mighty and you are my deliverer God you are my safe place God you are holy God there is
no one like you, Father. No one like you, God. There is no one who can save and can snatch out of the hands of death. You can snatch us and save us, God. God, there will never be a day that I don't worship you and thank you and praise you and say thank you, God. God, teach us to be a people who love you, a people who worship you day in and day out, God. Father, thank you for this time. Holy Ghost, thank you for being in the middle today. Thank you. Come on, somebody lift up your voice. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We worship you, God, in Jesus' name. We worship you. We worship you. Absolutely. No, go ahead. I don't know how the Holy Spirit speaks to y'all, but like I'm like a child. My heart just beats out of my chest, and I've said no like for the last 10 minutes because this is my first time up here, and I wasn't going to be that person. Be that um, person. But I learned something new this week. There's a hymn called It Is Well. I'm sure everybody knows it. And if you've ever done research on a hymn, you won't realize sometimes how the words came to be written until you research it. And this is a hymn I've sung from a child. It's my grandfather's favorite hymn. I cry every time. But I learned something new. The first verse talks about when peace like a river attends my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll. Y'all, that verse was written because the man that wrote it lost his daughter to drowning. She drowned in a river. And he would go by that river and wrote this song, and he would just continue to sing it to give peace to his soul from losing his daughter. I don't know if anybody here's ever lost a child. I sure haven't. And I don't know the depth of that pain. But it doesn't matter what pain you have. There's peace in the river of God. And the sea that billows over your pain. That makes it all well. And so here we go. I'm going to cry, but here we go. So if there's a pain that you need the river of peace from God to sweep over you, please, this altar is open. I'm sure there are tons of people in here that have gone through pain that nobody understands that can come and stand with you. And you can, we've sung about freedom all morning. We've sung about Yahweh, Yeshua. He's got a ton of names and peace is one of them. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, Everything. 
He paid it for everything. Was nailed to to leave here unforgiven you don't have to leave here in sorrow you don't have to leave here with depression I stand before you battling depression myself I am no different than anybody else in this room whatever it is whatever pain that holds you back from the grace and the freedom of God come on it's well guys if a man can write a verse about losing his daughter and it can spread across the nations for hundreds of years to come. We'll still be singing it as well, guys. We will still be singing it as well. Yes. A man that wrote that to deal with his pain because he didn't want to live from losing his daughter has no idea the touch that has reached from one end of the world to the other because of God dropping in his spirit that if you will just sing and proclaim the glory of heaven and the glory of God in the midst of your pain, you're going to reach thousands, millions through your pain. I'm done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. Yes, we thank you, God. Wow, what a powerful day. So proud of everybody up here. Hey, listen, we're going to take a quick uh, minute or two. You guys hug somebody, give them a holy knuckle bump or whatever you want to do. We'll be right back.
all go ahead and get back to your seats. I know y'all love each other. I love it. I love seeing y'all hug each other and be family because that's what we are. Whew. I need a whistle, you know, like one of those soccer whistles. Time's up. Let's sit down. No. Um. <laughs> all right. So this morning, it is Pastor DJ's anniversary, right? Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, man. Uh, we do have announcements, but before we go to the announcements, uh, because the kiddos, you know, the attention span is not super long. So uh, <laughs> uh, they, they actually have been working on something for Pastor DJ. Uh, they've been working on this little, this song. And, uh, you know, it's so cool because this little kid song really does remind me of Destiny Church. Uh, so it's just, it's just really, really awesome how God moves in our kids and through our kids. And this song, I feel like it's almost prophetic for us. I love it. Uh, so uh, without further ado, I want to go ahead and, and let them present this song for you guys. Yes, Destiny Church, come on.
him a hand. Good job, kiddos. While the kids are going ahead and um, going where they need to go, I'm going to go ahead and run through just a few announcements. Uh, most of you already know the normal stuff, right? Uh, if you're new, please fill out a connect card. Um, we have Monday night prayers at 6 p.m. Tuesday night is our Tuesday at the table. That's our midweek service. Uh, we also have Wednesday nights, uh, which is our kids' service, as you see, all our little kiddos, uh, and our youth group, okay? That's, thank you, Weston. All of that is at 6 p.m. We try to keep it simple for you guys, okay? All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, the only other kind of major announcements that we have this morning is that we have something that the church, well, somebody in the church, uh, Nikki Ailey wanted to kind of head up and, and with some other awesome women, and they wanted to start this thing called Yard of Blessing, okay? It's called Yard of Blessing. Uh, let me give you the details, and I'll talk about it. So a drop-off is Friday, the 26th, in the Annex building or the trailer from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., all right? So if you need any other arrangements, please uh, contact the church. Uh, but the actual, uh, it's kind of like an indoor yard sale, but everything is free, okay? So uh, that's going to be a Saturday, the 27th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So uh, where, you know, Miss Nikki's heart is, as she said, you know, kind of like the Acts Church, right, where there shouldn't be anybody in the church in need. Um, and she was just, we were talking this morning, and she was just saying, you know, there shouldn't be anybody in need because if there is, then we're failing as a church to take care of each other. And so she said, uh, that's where this kind of birthed out of. And so we, what we want to do is kind of like a spring cleaning, right? So women, if you want to do a little bit of uh, spring cleaning and kids' clothes as well, uh, that, you can grab whatever, you know, gently used, okay, gently used, please. Uh, but we're going to grab all that, and we're going to take it to the annex, and that's on that Friday, okay? That's the Friday, the 26th. Then on the 27th, that Saturday morning, you're going to, you know, you're going to get a bag, and you guys are going to come in there, and you're going to uh, be welcome to take whatever uh, you like. Okay? Uh, and again, that's for anybody. It's going to be women's clothes, children's clothes. Uh, so please, 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 um, if you have any questions, contact the church during the week, uh, and they'll give you uh, Miss Nikki Ailey's uh, contact info. All right. Come on. I'm almost done. All right. So let me get to the fun stuff. So the next big thing, you guys ready, is for Heart for the House. We are at $19,000. Come on, somebody. Thank God. Somebody praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Man, that is so awesome. We are at 19000 of our $20,000 goal. Uh, it is just so mind-blowing and awesome how God is moving through you. Come on, give yourself another hand. God is moving through you. And I just love the fact that we are building we are building in this place. We are building for the generations that are here right now and our next generations that are coming. I am so excited uh, that what God is doing uh, through you and in this place. So I'm excited about that. Uh, 
All right. Whew. I was trying to spit these things out quickly so that I can get to our next uh, fun stuff. So the next thing I have uh, for Pastor DJ, okay, so we, again, this is a little surprise, and I was trying to get this done, but anyways, I'm going to stop talking. All right, so we have a few, we just have a video real quick for some of the people that weren't able to come, uh, but we love you, and I hope you enjoy this video.
Put your hands together. Come on. I don't know if that's center DJ, but hopefully it's close. Um, if I can, a last little surprise we have for Pastor DJ right now is if I can get all the elders and staff uh, and trustees up here real quick, and then we'll, we'll then we'll start. I promise. Uh, but one of the, you know, one of the main reasons that I had this up here today. Um, because there's there's a lot of teachers, a lot of pastors. I can throw a rock and hit three pastors. Like, I mean, I can skip a rock and hit four pastors right here, you know. But uh, but there's few, listen to me, church. There's few fathers. There is few fathers, uh, and Pastor DJ is a father, and he loves us. He this is not a nine to five for Pastor DJ. This is not a eight to four for Pastor DJ. Uh, Many of you know that, and you've seen him here 10, 11 p.m., you know, and all, all sorts of crazy hours. Uh, but he is invested, and this is his family, and he loves each and every one of you. And so there's many teachers and many pastors, but few fathers, all right? Uh, and so, oh, I'm trying not to cry. Okay. So, uh, Pastor DJ, if you can go ahead and make your way up here with your family. Come on, come on. Somebody bring him a tissue box. You know he needs it. Okay, good. And uh, Brother Tim, and I don't know where Daisy went, but y'all can come up here. <laughs> I just thought you would have known that, but it's okay. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, so we got Pastor DJ uh, this certificate of appreciation. Uh, it says Destiny Church awards this certificate of appreciation to DJ and Julie Stenard for your leadership, love, and support for our church family. And then it has today's date, March 14th, 2021. Uh, and then it has the scripture, 1 Corinthians 4.15, even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Uh, and one little last piece of, uh, which I think is just really awesome, uh, is that we were able to get Pastor, I mean, uh, Apostle Bo Barton's digital signature and put it on there. So it's actually signed by uh, Brother Bo. So you guys, uh, go ahead and put your hands together again. Good. We love you. Uh, Pastor DJ, we just love you. We, we appreciate you more uh, than you know. Uh, you are a good, a good dad in this place, and, and we love you. Uh, and I'm going <laughs> to, before I cry again, uh, I'm going to invite Ron up here. Uh, he's going to pray for us, and we're going to go ahead and all sit back down. Thank you, brother. Woo, let's give it up for Jesus. Yes. Let's give it up for our pastor. Oh, man. I have to say one thing first. The whole Holy Spirit being here today. Brother, I appreciate you ushering in the Spirit for us through the praise and worship. Woo! There's hearts in here that need forgiveness. There are hearts in here that need to forgive. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You know who you are. The Lord was speaking to me about that, just touching, I mean, just the whole time. And I just want to say I, I just love this couple right here and their family. Thank you so much for being here for us. Thank you for opening our eyes to your vision that God has blessed you with for our church. And Father God, I just come to you now, Lord. 
We just praise you, Lord. We give you honor and glory. Oh, Lord, we just love you so much. God, everybody in here knows their own past, Lord, and, and you still love us right where we are. And I thank you for that, Lord. I just thank you for our pastor, Lord. I thank you for our staff, and I just ask that you bless them all, Lord. Father God, a special prayer for DJ and Miss Jules, Lord. God, you know what's going to come against them, and we're going to stand firm with them in prayer, and we're going to be in the battle with them, Lord. And I just thank you so much, God, that you just give him wisdom, that you give him a heart that seeks after you, Lord. And God, I just ask that you bless him richly with prosperity, good health, a sound mind, and everything like that, Lord, and just keep his eyes open to your vision for Destiny Church, Lord. And we just thank you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Bless him, Lord. Amen. All righty, y'all, take a seat. Like DJ wants to talk. Nope, nope, sit down, Pastor DJ. We love you. Sit down. <laughs> oh, I love it. All righty. Uh, at this time, if you guys did bring a little gift card or a card or a love offering, you can come up here and give it. Uh, it is not mandatory or anything like that. You don't have to at all. Uh, but if you like and you did bring something, you can uh, go ahead and come up and bring something. Let's go ahead and um, wrap this up. I'm really thankful for this time, these little special uh, things that we were able to do. Uh, but now I'm ready for the word. Who's ready for the word? Amen. I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready for the word. And so um, I'm super, super just excited and thankful to be able to welcome one of our good friends and pastors in this house, uh, Ms. Daisy Lowe. Come on, somebody put your hands together. morning. I am Daisy Lowe. Good morning. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sitting. <laughs> it truly is an honor to be here. I, I, I want to thank the church, uh, the staff for the invite. Um, I, I even try to, I was like, he really, really loves Rick. <laughs> Get Rick up here because he'd love to hear from Rick. And you know, he's too busy for y'all. So I was available, so, but um, I have a word. Um, I have a word for, for you. I have the word for the body. Um, I've never looked at this scripture this way, and we're just going to dig in. Uh, I have no formalities. You know me. All right. 
So, Father, I just want to thank you right now for this opportunity to speak to your people. Father, right now, breathe life in and upon this body because I know what you're going to do in and through this place. I ask you to speak through me this morning. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so our first scripture, we're going to John 12 and 9, 9 through 11. And this is what it says. A large crowd of Jews learned that he was there at Bethany, and they came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests planned to kill Lazarus also because on account of him, Many of the Jews were going away from the teachings and traditions of the Jewish leaders and believing in Jesus. The name of this sermon is called On Account of Him. On account of you, Pastor DJ, many have turned away on account of you. That is truly the word that the God wanted me to tell you. I know. I was When I was sitting and studying for this, I was like, this is such an amazing word, on account of you. And, and how does this apply to the body? On account of you, who is going to turn away from, from the, the powers of darkness? On account of you, who is going to leave their grave clothes? On account of you, who is going to turn their lives around and follow Jesus? On account of you. Okay, so I'm going to give you some backstory. I'm going to lay a little foundation here, and it's John 11, 1 through 4. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary, and his sister Martha. The, this Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on, on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love. You know, everybody always says you got a favorite, you know. And, and this is what Mary and Martha were saying. They were like, the one you love. You like everybody else, but the one you love lies sick. Right? So they're, they're saying, and everybody's had this prayer. Everybody looks at this, and they don't think they have this prayer. But this is, your, this is how it sounds when it comes from you. God, you know what I did for you. Right? Yeah, I've, I've, I've really sacrificed and suffered for you. Why aren't you answering me? That's how that prayer sounds. That's, this is what she was saying. She said, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified. John 11 and 11, and it says, after he said this, he went on to tell them, our friend, he's talking to the disciples. I'm just skipping through a bunch of scriptures. I'm not going to read the whole chapter. All right, so it says, after he had said this, he went on to tell them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep but I am going to wake him up, right? On his arrival, Jesus found Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When you, he said, where have you laid him? Verse 34, he asked the sister, he says, where have you laid him? And she says, come and see, Lord, they replied. Now, deeply moved within, Jesus approached the tomb. It was a cave. 
This is, this is what this is signifying, the words that you speak, the words that God is ordaining you to preach, the words that you are to tell this, this congregation is to bring them out of a cave. There are people in caves. There are prophets in caves. There are people that are hiding. There are people that have suffered many things when they come into this body. But when you speak the anointed word of God, you're going to bring people out of a cave on account of you people will be released from a cave from a cave mentality from bondages okay on account of you and it says it was a cave um and it says Jesus said take away the stone Martha the sister of the dead man said to him Lord by this time there is an offensive odor for he has been dead for four days. There are people that are across the threshold of this church door. And you, as the shepherd of the house, you're going to smell offensive odors. There are going to be people when you, you know how you are when you smell someone that has a little stench on him. You don't want to be around him. Right? But that's not so in this church. They're going to have offensive odors. When people come into this church, they're going to be decaying. There are people in this church right now that are decaying. There are people in this church that are releasing gases that, you know, of bitterness, gases of offense, gases of un, un, uh, unforgiveness. They're releasing things because when the body starts to decay, anybody that's in the medical field knows when the body starts to break down that uh, gases are released. Anybody that's been in the, in the medical field knows that when decay happens, that there are insects that come and start feeding on that dead carcass, right? So there's been things eating at people. There's been things eating up people. There have been things that are absolutely destroying them, spirit, soul, and body. And on account of you and the word that you speak, you're going to bring them out of the cave and into the light that God, God's glory so that God's word, his anointed word, the, the, the well of salvation that's on the inside of you that's welling up. Because stagnant water does not produce fruit at all. So that well of living water that's living on the inside of you is going to bring life. So that, listen, check this out. So Jesus went on and said to her, did I not say to you, if you believe in me, you will see the glory of God, the expression of his excellence. So they took away the stone. All, all this is significant when you just sit down and read this. Because there are people that have stony hearts. There are people that have hard hearts. There are people that the word of God cannot penetrate. But the word of God is going to saturate their hearts in such a way that the seed of the word of God is going to go be in, so implanted that the roots are going to stick. And they're going to grow and they're going to flourish and they're going to produce fruit. So on account of your body, because of what you're speaking into, to them, they're going to have encounters with people that's going to draw them to Jesus on account of them many are going to be saved many are going to be whole many are going to be healed many are going to be delivered on account of you so 
And Jesus raised his eyes towards heaven and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you I know that you always hear me and listen to me, but I have said this because of the people standing around so that they may believe you have sent me. God sent you. He has sent you. He called you. He purposed you. I don't know if you're struggling with doubt. DeMario said, I, th- I feel like my word lines right up with the prophetic word that he gave. He says to build, right? He says to build. He says to build. And this is what this is all about. Because when Jesus spoke to Lazarus and said to come forth, what had to happen? He had to build the body. And that's what he's charging you to do is to build the body so that the body will reproduce after itself. Right? Build. Build. There are many churches that are closing. There are many churches that are not in worship. There are many churches walking in fear and not in faith. And I'm not saying that they're the opposite of each other. Fear is a spirit. And when it gets a hold of people, it will lock them down and place them in what? Caves. And they will be afraid to move and to come out. Because they don't understand that the word of God is alive. Yeah, yeah, sickness and disease, they move. But he says, I've given you all power and dominion over every sickness, over every disease, in anything that moves upon this earth. So viruses do what? They move, right? But the word of God is the final authority. And you speak and walk in the word of God. You speak and walk in knowing that the word of God brings life. Right? To any dead thing, as we see in the scripture. So this is what he says. He says, <clears throat> you have sent me. And when he had said this, he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. So when he said, Lazarus, come out, his body that was decaying started to come back together. I heard a preacher say years ago, it's been like 100 years ago, I went to woman thou art loose. <laughs> and I remember Noel Jones came out and he, they did a little tag team. It was T.D. Jakes, then Noel Jones. And Noel Jones came crawling out of the side and he was like, and his body had to get up. He says, and a caterpillar had to throw up what it had. And I was like, yeah! So if a magnet ate it, if something has been chewing on it, if something, it had to give it up. So that it could be built back up. So Jesus spoke a word, right? And his body had no structure. You know, so when something decays, you all already, y'all seen it. Y'all seen where, where an animal got hit on the side of the road, right? right? And y'all were driving by and it was all puffed up. Because the gas is like puffed it up. And then you drove back by like two days later and it was like... It's true. It's true story. It's true, right? Am I right? And it has no what? Structure. But when you speak the word of God, guess what? Alignment comes. When you speak the living word of God, structure comes. The bones come back together because he says you can speak to those dead bones. And what will they do? Come to life. And that's what he's saying. Speak to the dead bones. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. So we don't judge anybody by what they look like. We don't judge anybody by what they've been through. He says, build my body because 
because he's going to use this body to do great and mighty works. Signs, miracles, and wonders will be wrought about in this house on account of you. And I'm not angry. So what do we see here? We see here that the word of God has restoration power. Do you see that? Restoration power. Because we look at circumstances, we look at people's circumstances, we hear about their circumstances, and we think in our own self, in our own flesh, that's too hard. And it's not. And all Jesus spoke was come out. That's all he spoke. He said come out. That's all he got. And his body came back together. He said, come out. And Lazarus heard Jesus. He heard his name. And Lazarus was like, well, I got no choice but to come out. Because his word is alive. And it quickened his body. And it brought everything that had dissipated. It brought everything that had dissolved. It brought everything that was liquefied. It brought everything that looked like it was unfixable. It brought everything that was discombobulated. It brought everything that had absolutely absolutely been utterly destroyed back together just with a word come forth come forth God is saying come forth he says you've been in a cave too long come forth come out of hiding he says my glory the light of my glory is going to shine through you and it's going to be on account of you that many will be saved. Because the mafia was after them. <laughs> Y'all ever looked at it that way? I never looked at it that way until I started studying it. And the priests were like, well, we want to kill Jesus. But I tell you what, the one that's really effective right now is Lazarus. Let's just get him. Because on account of him, they're leaving us. On account of him, they're no longer in bondage. On account of him, because he's a living, walking miracle. There's living, walking miracles in this place. When you walk around and you're still standing, you're still standing, you're still standing. Because of all the stuff that you've been through, you're still standing. And God is saying, on account of you, my sister, on account of you, my brother, on account of you, he says, you're going to bring life. To people, and you're going to bring it how? More abundantly. Because that's what he's equipped us and how he's equipped us to live. A more abundant life, not a life of struggle. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to go through hard times and you're not going to, yeah, but guess what? You're going to rise victorious. Victorious. Okay. So, but check this out, verse 44. And it says, out came the man who had been dead. His hands and feet were tightly wrapped in burial clothes, linen strips, and with a burial cloth wrapped around his face. Face. Jesus said to them, who? The body, your body. He said, unwrap them. Why are they? He, says, he said, unwrap him and release him. So because you, on account of you, you're building the body. 
On account of you, you're speaking life over the body. On account of you, you are equipping the saints to do what? The work of the ministry. So when you, when people come in and they get free, when people come in and their, their, their burial clothes f- start falling off, you've got, you've equipped the saints to do the work of the ministry. So you're, you can call on anybody when they're equipped to do the work. You can call on anybody to lay hands on. You can call on anybody to break somebody free and to bring deliverance and to bring hope. You can call on anybody and they will wrap them in their loving arms. But he says that my, my, my word is not only about talk. He says it's about power. So you're not only equipping them with the word, but with power so that they can bring freedom to every captive that walks in this place. And it doesn't only have to be in here. It can be anywhere. It can be wherever the soles of your feet shall tread. You should be bringing people freedom. You should be bringing deliverance everywhere because he he equips you in here, but he sends you out to go do the work. Ezekiel 37 and 5. This is what the Lord God says. Stop laughing at me. (laughs) This is what the Lord God says to these bones. He says, I will cause breath to enter you and you will come to life. And that's, that's, that's what the anointed word of God does. So what am I saying here? What I'm saying is, is don't be satisfied with where you're at. God is taking you higher. Don't be satisfied. It's just like the same zeal you had when you were in the Air Force. And you were elevated, right? In every season, there came an elevation. In every season. And God is saying that in every season, you should be stronger. In every season, you should be doing more. In every season, exponential growth. In every season, right? On account of you. In every season, everybody should experience exponential growth. In every, because the anointing flows from the head down. If, you get, if you're satisfied with where you're at, your people will be satisfied. And God's saying that he is not finished with you. He is not finished with you. He is not finished with you. He says a greater degree of the anointing is going to rest upon your life. He says a greater degree of the anointing is absolutely going to shift you to where he wants to take you. He says everything, he hears your cries. Every desire of your heart, he is going to feel. You understand? Every desire, every desire, nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing missing, nothing broken. All right? Okay. So now I'm going to back it up. I'm just, I'm going in reverse here. So John 10, 9 through 14 says, I am the door, right? Destiny is the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Everybody that enters through that door will be saved, but not only saved, not only saved, that's what church as usual does. This is a kingdom-minded church, and we don't do things as usual. 
We're not satisfied with how many people get saved, and those numbers are great, and I want people to be saved, but God wants them to grow. He says that I've designed it that you go from glory to glory to glory to glory, that you don't just get satisfied with being saved. Yes, I accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. That's not enough. Now we want to see the works. We want to see the power. We want to see signs, miracles, and wonders because that is what's going to draw people. It's going to be like a dinner bell being rang out on the outside of destiny. They're going to be like, Things are happening over there. People are getting healed. People are getting saved. But not only are they getting saved, they're, they're absolutely bringing people out of disease and stress and depression and all that good stuff. Bad stuff, you know. But deliverance. And people forget about deliverance. People, you know, uh, allow people to stay in bondage, you know, because they think that's how it's supposed to be. And it's not. You're not, if you're struggling with your sanity, if you're struggling, you know, fighting things, whatever it may be, whatever it is that's anxiety attacking you, whatever it is, you're not free. Jesus didn't come so that you will be halfway free. He came so that you will be free, 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 completely free, whole, free. If that were not so, when he called Lazarus forth, then why didn't he leave him in the grave clothes? Why didn't he leave the remnant of the grave on his body? He didn't. He said, release them. Unwrap them. They've been in bondage too long. It is time right now for you to come out of the grave and be free. Completely free. And not be satisfied with half being free. You ever been half healed? You know? <laughs> That's true. You know, you pray, you know, and the pain goes away, but you wake up the next morning and still a little stiff. You know, and it's like, I mean, I'm like, I said, I'm like, God, you didn't, you didn't die so that I can be halfway free, halfway healed. You know? And there are some stubborn things that, that get attached to you that feel like they have a right to you. A right. And it is not so. So don't believe it. Don't believe it when the doctor tells you, well, it will always be like this. No, it won't. Don't believe it that you will always be on this medication. No, you won't. Don't believe it. You've got to keep declaring the word of God over your body. Your body is made to obey you and to obey the word of God. If it doesn't look right, feel right, sound right, then that got it. It's got to go. True, right. Right. You're right. Right. So this is what it says. He says, the thief does not come except to what? steal and to kill and to destroy that's what the thief comes to do I have come that you may have what life and that they may have it what more abundantly that's what your word is to bring that's what your word when you speak when you speak the anointed word of God he says it is to bring life and to bring it more abundantly on account of you people will walk in more abundant life on account of you. John 10 and 11 says, he says, I am the good shepherd. He said, you, my son, 
our good shepherd. I feel like this overwhelming being proud of a son. He says, son, you will walk in my footsteps. He says, you will see my glory. He says, everything your heart desires is coming. He says, obedience is key. Be obedient. He says, how you're to structure your body is not the way other people structure their body. He says, you're not duplicating after others. He says, you're duplicating after me. So, listen, check this out. He said, verse 12, but the hired man who merely serves for wages, who is neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep, when he sees the wolf coming, deserts the flock and runs away, and the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them, right? He says the man runs because he is hired, a hired hand, who serves only for wages and is not concerned about the safety of the sheep. He says, I am the good shepherd. He says, you are the good shepherd. He says, and I know without any doubt those who are my own. He says, you've got to be able to see when people walk through your sea. You've got to discern, right? You've got to perceive what's going on there. A shepherd. This is what a shepherd, you know a shepherd, you know, he's out with the sheep and they're following him and he's got a staff and all that stuff. And the staff has written on it all the things that he's done and how he's killed things that came in attack. you got to be able to see the attack before it comes because of your sheep. This is not overwhelming because it's not you that's doing it. It's the Holy Spirit doing it through you. you got to be able to see and perceive, right, what's going on in somebody's life. So when somebody comes up to you, you can say, May, May, I already know what's going on. And I was already praying. God woke me up last night and I've been praying and interceding on behalf of you I know what's going on and I'm telling you right now it has ceased because you spoke because you're the shepherd because when the enemy comes in to steal kill and destroy you say no more and that's with anybody and everybody in your flock we're not worried about the mother flocks God said he's building this body this body we're not worried about them other pastors and what they're doing Okay, we're not because they're being they're hired. He said they're hired there. He said he said they're not even he says they're not even shepherds. Right. He said this is about you and where he's taking you. So he said, are you going to rise to the occasion? Because God's glory is resting on this church. God's glory is resting on this body. He says, equip the saints to do the work of the ministry because people will be coming. You can clap. I'm done. <laughs> I am done. So, which brings me back to the, the first scripture. And it says, so the chief priest planned to kill Lazarus. There would be no early deaths. There would be, it doesn't matter what they plant. 
It doesn't matter what anybody plans. It doesn't matter what they're saying about you. It doesn't matter if they think you're not equipped. It doesn't matter if they think you're too young. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know why? Because on account of you, you're closing on the church in a few days. On account of you, people still can come in here and worship freely. On account of you, DJ, on account of you, people will continue to be set free. People will, will continue to discover what their gifts are on account of you. You too, Jules. <laughs> on account of you. On account of you. On account of you. Your body is going to rise up. On account of you, the grave clothes are being taken away on account of you. They are going to be free on account of you and able and ready to equip others to do the work of the ministry. Amen? Amen. All right, that was awesome. She's awesome. All right, so my last final surprise I'm going to let DJ close us out. My last final surprise, DJ, you get to close us out. Come on, man. Come on, y'all, give him a hand. Tell him, you can't give a sermon. Just close it. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you for obeying and being here. You know, they, they kept this secret from me all week. They tried. Um, I didn't know, um, but I was praying who it was going to be. And I thank you as you. Really miss you guys. schedule we still have 40 minutes <laughs> just saying uh, pastor peter thank you brother i appreciate you man amanda thank you i thank your whole family and your church man we love you guys thank you so much and uh, staff elders trustees man everybody that put this together all y'all thank you so much look you you can be a shepherd, but people have to trust you and get behind you and believe and have faith. And that, that's what it takes. It takes people believing and having faith. Because um, I can point go in one direction. It doesn't mean people are going to go there. So I thank you for, for having faith and trusting and believing in what God's trying to do in this place. Because I love what Kevin keeps saying that's been embedded in us. It's not about us. It's about the next generation. Look, we're already here. <laughs> we're already here next generation and what God wants to continue to do in this place. And he's going to do it through all of us. He's going he's gonna to do it through all of us because he put us here. God planted you here for a reason. And it is so good to see some of the faces in this house. It's so good to see people back home. Man, because we missed you. <laughs> we missed you. And so I don't, 
mistake. I'm not going to get into a whole bunch of stuff. I'm overwhelmed already. Um, we will be having multiple staff meetings a week now just <laughs> until y'all earn this one back. Um, but I thank everybody. If you're watching online, Brother Bo, we love you. shepherd you got to have a shepherd to be a father you got to be a son and I've learned to trust you Bo I've learned to just man God has aligned us and put us in, together because I, I trust you and I appreciate you and I appreciate your word and I appreciate your prayers and I love your family I'm so thankful that that we get to do life with you and I'm so thankful for what you just your obedience and what you've done because uh, without you none of this would be here else, Rick and Tiff, and I know some of you don't even know who they are, <laughs> but they were the previous senior pastor uh, a while ago, and you know, if it wasn't for Rick, trusting in God and asking, we'd been somewhere else, we were ready to leave, and uh, it was Rick obeying what God put in his heart, and that's so good. receive that word, you know, it's uh, last year, you just need to know this, because this is how DeMario works, last year he came in the house and he said, you know, we were just starting this off, and we said, hey, we really want to buy this property, and we're, we're trying to, 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 to grow the money to be able to put a down payment, and, and I told him, I said, I think we need like, you know, 60, 70,000, I said, that's what we're praying for, and, and last year he said, when you buy this property, you'll have 150,000, and I was like, I received that. <laughs> it's a great word, man. That's a great word. Um, and now we look back and now we look at everything that's happened in this last year. And as we go to the closing table, if you include the money that, that, that y'all had given and we already bought. So, so remember, we already paid $40,000 cash and bought the property behind us. When you take that with the money that, that we raised to do this, it's over $150,000. So look can't make this stuff up like like God is good and God puts people in your life because he wants to speak to them and, and they listen and they obey so Daisy thank you again thank you again this is this is huge um, who else? did I kept capture everybody up there I can't even remember now there have been so many people I want to thank but we just love you guys I thank my wife because you didn't ask for this <laughs> she didn't all she wanted was that skinny, big-headed guy in the Air Force because I look really good in a uniform. I know that. I filled out a little bit, but I still look good in a uniform. I just can't get in it. <laughs> but, man, but what a roller coaster with our family and, and just how this whole thing worked out. So we're so thankful that we get to do this. We're so thankful that, that, that God is using us. I mean, it is, so, it is so amazingly humbling when you can just say, God, thank you that we get to be part of this, that we get to do this. So, man, we just love you all. We love you all so much. I don't even know who I'm leaving out. I, I'm leaving you out. It's because I'm emotional. I'm not going to get into it. But I love each and every one of you. Everybody watching online, we love you. And we thank you for.
part of this. And look, it's not over with. This is just the beginning. That's what I tell people. It's only been two years. I mean, it might seem short for you. For me, that's like, you know, that's like a 104 sermon. <laughs> that's from a guy who spoke once prior to, prior to being up here. So, um, but yeah, it's just the beginning. And I'm so thankful for what God's doing. I'm so excited to see where he's taking us because I see it. Daisy, what you're speaking, it's, it's popping up everywhere. You see the fruit. The fruit's here. And we're starting to taste it and see it and see who God brings in this church and see everybody in this church and how you start doing what God's asked you to do because he planted you here for a reason. He has a purpose in your life. It just takes you. A lot of it is just you. It's you saying, I want to obey. I want to submit to that because it's been on your heart. It's been on your heart and you fought it and you've been fighting it. And it's time to just release it and say, you know what, use me. Use me, because I tell you when, you, when you allow God to use you, it is amazing. It really is when you can just, man, just be used by him. It's so powerful. So, so I thank you. Kev, I love you, brother. I love you. I really do. And I'm so excited to see what God's doing. You're growing so much, man. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that, that he connected us the way he connected us. And don't worry, I'm not kicking you out yet to go start a church, but you know, I got I got to get you better at keeping secrets. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll just share it. If, if you would have been in staff meeting, it was great. Because they're trying to hold everything off in staff. Nobody wanted to say nothing. So, and I knew something was up because Sunday when I left last week, we've been in this vision series and I'm fired up over it. I, I wanted to preach. God was downloading stuff on the way in here for next week. And I'm like, ah, oh, I really want to preach. And, uh, but last week when we left, you know, I was like, yeah, baby, this is, what, this is what God gave me for next week. I'm so fired up. And she's like, you ain't preaching next week. I was like, you don't get to do that. <laughs> I was like, you, that's, not, that's not your call. And she wouldn't tell me who was coming in, but she did say that I wasn't preaching. So therefore, when staff meeting came Monday, I came in and I was like, Kevin, I need a favor, man. I said, I've got to go preach at Brother Jay's church this coming weekend, so I'm going to need you to handle services. <laughs> and his face just went, huh? <laughs> it was good just to see you worried for a second, but then he already had a game plan. He was like, no, I'll go preach at Jay's church. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take care of that. But quit trying to get over on me, man. But, uh, but I am so thankful for you and your family, brother appreciate you so much and and y'all don't understand what he's doing behind the scenes to make sure everything's right it's so good it's so good he has a heart of a father in this house he loves each and every one of you and, and man he is doing everything he can with god's will and god's purpose you know, to, to do it right and he's learning and he's growing and i'm excited to see what he's going to do with kevin in the future i really am come on can we give it up for him Look, if you didn't notice what he was doing with your students, it starts with them, man, because that's the next generation. You know, um, Mama Lo gets to take them for a bit, and then she gets to hand them off to Kevin, and then Kevin gets to take them. And you start seeing them. You saw Isaiah preach up here. That didn't come just from that, man. That, that young man right there has got an anointing and calling on his life. And it started a long time ago. So don't keep sinking down in that seat. You own that, brother. That's what God gave you. And you'll see more of them up here. 
I believe you're going to see more of them up here. You're going to see more of all our teams up here, all the next generation, because that's what it's about. So that's who we are. So I appreciate everybody. I know it's time to close out, and uh, I don't know what else to say, but I love you all. And, uh, whew, well, and I'm excited. So I know, what, you know, it, we're going to worship some more by, by giving. That's usually what, how we end the service. If you want to give today, uh, I'll tell you, if you haven't downloaded a new app, you're just, you're missing out. So get rid of the old one. It don't work no more. Download the new one. Make sure you get the new app. It's out there. Um, and you can give online. You can give on the app. You can give in person. They'll be at the doors when you leave. Um, I just know this, is that it, because of you, we get to do this. You're not giving to a church. You're giving through a church. And God is moving mightily because you have a heart to give, because you obey in that, and you, and you just get drawn to that. So because of you, we can do this. Because of you, yeah, it's going to be like hopefully just a couple weeks and we're closing on this place, y'all. I mean, that's powerful. So we don't have to move anymore. And that the, the changes we do and what happens in this house and what we build onto this house is going to be here for generations. And it's because of you. So you get to be at the, we call it the grassroots level, <laughs> the bottom level um, as we build. And, and it's going to be good. Thank you for that. So when you give, that's what it's going to online. You can give online by doing all the things I talked about. But I just want to pray over that and pray over y'all. And, and man, let's get on with with a celebration because I think I'm going to spend some time with some old friends. Um, so, Father, we love you. You are so good. And we thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you we get to do this. We thank you we can come before you. We thank you for what you're doing in this house and with every person in here. You are so good. Hmm. Father, touch each and every person here, Father. Whatever they walked in with, Father, if it, if it didn't belong on them, let them leave it here, Lord. And let them walk out of here with freedom this morning. Oh, Father, touch each and every heart in this house, Lord. Father, let, let them have a desire to know what you want them to do, Lord, for the purpose and plan you have in their life. Father, we ask you to release them to it, God. Spark a fire down in them, ignite something in them, Lord, that gets them so passionate about you, Lord, that they can't stop. So, Lord, touch each and every person. Lord, we lift up this offering to you. We ask you to bless it. Bless it for your kingdom, Father God, and whatever you want to do with it. Continue to guide us, lead us, Father. Bring favor on, on everyone here, Lord. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing to your plans for the future, God. We just love you. We just lift you up this, this Sunday morning, Father God. We give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, y'all. Woo! Ah, so... Uh, if we can have the prayer partners come up, if you need prayer this morning, look, if any of that hits you today, please come on up. Let us pray for you. It was so good seeing everybody again. We love you guys, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. And we have cake in the foyer, so don't forget the cake. Love you guys. See you next week.